Hello, and welcome to the Prepared Parent Podcast. The podcast that wants to help you become the parent you want to be through science and the Montessori method. Today's topic is Boundaries Part 2. When I did the boundary topic last time, I covered a lot about how to meet your children's needs. It was the needs-based boundaries surrounding our children. While that is important, parenting needs, our, our needs as parents, are equally important as our children's needs. And so today I would really like to cover how to respect your needs as a parent. Now last time I discussed briefly how if you are feeling frustrated and angry and stressed, your boundaries have been crossed. And you should take some time when that happens to take a deep breath and think about what boundary has been crossed and how to enforce it. And that still applies today. But importantly, we're going to talk about how to enforce those boundaries and what are reasonable boundaries. So boundaries are the... Lines are the, are the rules we set in order to protect ourselves. Boundaries understand that we can control ourselves, but not other people. And boundaries understand that in a healthy relationship, a healthy boundary seeks to meet the needs of both individuals. You know, a, a healthy relationship, and even when you're parenting, is all about compromise and understanding. Indeed, I would say this is especially important as a parent. So, what are some common parenting boundaries? This is often why we make rules. So, I have a boundary with my child that if he wants something from me, he can't shout at me to get it. I say, I don't like being shouted at. I will get that for you when you can ask me nicely. So most boundaries will involve personal things, but boundaries might also include, you know, maybe you don't like crumbs on your couch, so you have a rule about only eating food at the table. And whatever rules you set to enforce boundaries need to be universal. They need to be household rules. Because young children, young children, six and under, Learn by example, and they will copy what you do. And slightly older children, between the ages of 6 and 12, are developing their moral sensibilities and will feel the injustice if you get to do something and they don't. Rules need to be universally applied. So whatever rule it is you choose, remember that. So how do you enforce a boundary? How do you make... This is really about rulemaking. Boundaries part two, subtitle, rules, is what this should be called. Really about rulemaking. So with babies and young toddlers and, and young children, the easiest way to enforce a boundary is to state what you need once and then come up with a natural consequence that you've also stated, follow through. 
The easiest consequences are those that are natural consequences that are directly related to the problem and that are easily enforced through the environment. So quite simply, if you can't be gentle with your toys, I will take it away from you. You can say it once and then you take it away. When you do that once, your child learns that you mean what you say and they will obey you. Now, some young children will struggle with this and if they're really struggling with this, it's probably that they have a need that needs met, at which point you offer an alternative. I will not let you be rough with the glass plate, but you may take this ball and throw it outside, or we may practice punching this pillow, or whatever, however it is they need to be rough, whatever skill it is they're trying to meet, build, you can enforce your boundary that way. You can redirect them into things. So our tools for enforcing boundaries are one, natural consequence, especially in regard to changing the environment. You know, removing a toy from their possession, blocking off an area so they can no longer access it, locking cupboards, whatever it is you need to do. The second is to redirect them. So no, you may not have my bowl of cereal, but I will get you your own bowl of cereal. No, you may not push your friends when you're angry. That hurts them. But you may go push the wall as hard as you'd like. Redirection. You see what it is they're trying to do, and you give them a safe way to do that. And that works very well for young children. For older children, the consequences can be a little more abstract because older children are capable of understanding abstraction, whereas younger children are very concrete learners. So with an older child, you might sit down, the best way to go about it, especially when they get into their teenage years, is actually going to be to sit down and have a conversation and help them create the rules, help them create the consequences for the rules, make it a contract. If they, you have both agreed to the consequences, they're a lot more likely to follow through and they're a lot more likely to come up with fair consequences. There's this psychological phenomenon where you have to find the right level of consequence. If a consequence is too tough, people tend to think, that's dumb, I'm going to do it anyway, you can't stop me. It's kind of a rebellion in reaction to a too harsh consequence. So we want to make sure when we're creating consequences that they aren't disproportionately extreme. And on the flip side, if our consequences are too soft, then the behavior might be worth the consequence, in which case the behavior won't stop. So you really do need to find that balance. Um, so when you have a conversation with your kids, they can help you find it. So, and, and again, you want a natural consequence, one that is logically related, even if it's a little more abstract, something like, you can't go out to play with your friends until your chores are done. There's a direct consequence, and it's logical, but it's a little abstract. A younger child might not understand why that is. An older child will understand why that is. 
Not to say that you can't enforce it with a younger child if you chose, but you would choose a different method. Some other examples of natural consequences might be if you don't brush your teeth for an older child who can, can follow abstraction. If you don't brush your teeth, you are no longer allowed to have candy, sweets, and dessert. If you don't brush your teeth before bed, you Let me try a different one. I am blinking uh, hardcore on that right now. You might try saying, you know, if you don't bring the car back by 10 o'clock, you are no longer allowed to use the car for a week. And for example of that extreme, if you said, if you don't bring the car back by 10 o'clock, you're never allowed to use the car again. Well, that's just dumb. They're going to try to get away with using the car anyway, you know, or... Oh, you didn't bring it back by 10, so you can't use it tomorrow. Might work, but also they might decide staying out an hour late to later is worth not having it for one day. So you, this is where we find the balance, you know. If you don't bring the car back by 10 o'clock, you can't use it for a week. Might mean more to them. And it will just depend on your child. As always, your child is the manual. Work with them to see what does and does not work for them. Parenting is all about the individual child and you must look to your child for the answer. Um, that's one of the reasons I love the Montessori method is the child is the manual. Anyway, for further resources on this topic, I encourage you to go to the Australian Parenting website that is called, I will put a link in the notes. I can't remember what it's called just now. Or you can Google Australian Parenting website. It'll be the first one. Oh, that's what it was. Excuse me. It was RaisingChildrenNetwork.au, I believe is what it's called. Anyway, thank you for joining me today. I hope this was useful for you. I have started a Facebook page. Just search Prepared Parent Podcast. And if you join the Facebook page, that is where you can go to communicate with me, to leave your comments, questions, feedback. Um, I cannot check all the places where the podcast is hosted to discover your reviews or anything else. So please, if you wish to contact me, go to my Facebook page. Thank you very much for joining me, and I hope to see you next week. Goodbye.